0: Hello and welcome to Running Inside Out podcast, where we talk about the races we ran in, the races we're not in, and getting outside to see what's going on inside the Rochester running scene. In this episode, Jen Malik chats about roads, snakes, roads, sticks that look like snakes, more roads, more snakes, some rocks, some roots. No, and well, anyways you you see where i'm going but seriously jen is a a fasty serious fasty who has uh she's won some road marathons like one before and one a year after having a baby and uh she placed pretty high in some long trail races even though she runs and trains primarily on the roads and uh she considers herself to be a novice on the trails so uh Listen in as we talk about running and racing and roads. And uh, as she nearly convinces me to uh, run down the probably not imaginary yellow brick road with her. But before we get into that with Jen, we have a few short messages, including a shout out and a shout inside out. Is it a shout inside out? I think that's what we're doing. That's where we're going with. Um, So this shout out is for Sheila Egan. And it's from Eric Egan. And he says, You think you can heckle me? You don't heckle a heckler. Also, I'm about to sign you up for a race. So get ready. Wow. That sounds ominous. But uh, Sheila is a pretty good heckler, though. I've I've been on the receiving end of Sheila's heckles a few times. So uh, this should be an interesting race season with the Egan's the heckling the hecklers. Um Anyways, that do you want to give props to a friend who had a great run or a race? Do you want to rep your crew or tell anyone about a cool race or event? Or if you just want to tell the world your general thoughts about anything, uh, try one of these uh, Shout Inside Outs. It's a way that you, the listener, can get your message on the podcast and out to the world without being a guest or a full-fledged sponsor. And an extra bonus, you help support the podcast. So if you'd like to send a message to someone, um perhaps thoughtful and not so ominous or threatening uh you can head out to running shoutinsideout out slash shout inside out or find the link in the show notes next uh one of my favorite sponsors is back mr josh stratton lmt josh is a licensed ma- massage therapist Haven't said that in a while. See Josh. Josh is a licensed massage therapist who knows the treatments that active athletes need. He's a runner himself, or used to be a runner. He's still a runner. He just says he's not. Uh, He's retired. I don't know. At such a young age, I don't know. It's it's a shame to see such a promising young career just be retired. His office is uh, located in Inside Sports uh, PT in Winton Place. He now has uh, new training packages, too, which are pretty cool. They are uh, four 30-minute sessions or three 60-minute sessions, and you can get a discount for buying the packages. So you all know I'm picking things up again, and uh, this year I'm turning 40. So you you know why. You'll probably see me on your way into Josh's office uh, or on the way out, whichever, whichever where the agendas uh, go. You better believe that I'll be, uh, I'll be making some stops over to Josh uh, before I get those familiar ace and pains, because that's what smart old guys do. Smart old guys go before things hurt, not after. Oh, anyway, head out to his website at joshstrattonlmt.com. You can find that link in the show notes as well to learn more and to book an appointment. Tell him you heard about here on this podcast, because he wants to know that. Uh, thanks to Josh for continuing to sponsor the show. If you're wondering where those show notes are, they're at runninginsideoutpodcast.com slash 060. And with that, let's get into the trails, training, food, friends, and yes, even feelings of runners just like you. So your first race was a marathon. That, that's where you, you decided... I want to start running.
1: Um, So my friend asked if I wanted to do a marathon with her. It was like her bucket list. Neither of us were runners. So I said, sure, I'll do a marathon with you. Um, And then that's how I started. And we did wine glass and she never ran again. And here I am doing 100 milers.
0: (laughs) 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 Ta-da! So what was... What was your what was your motivation when you decided to do that like to support her to just be a good friend?
1: Yeah, I mean just to have fun like um we were training for it together. I did a lot of long runs with my dad and I just wanted to finish it and have this huge accomplishment like of running a marathon. So mm-hmm. it was just really getting to the finish line.
0: Yeah. Some people it's like their life's goal. I'm going to going to work forever to to start a, to run a marathon. Did you, do like a, right did you do, like, a training plan? Did you read a book? No,
1: or? we had no idea what we were doing.
0: Awesome. <laughs> Those are the best.
1: Yeah, I mean, I didn't have a watch. Like, I didn't even know how long my long runs were. Yeah. It was, we just kind of jumped into it. There was um, a couple points there were, like, slugs on the road, and she would stop and pick up the slugs, and so they wouldn't get run over by cars, and I would wait <laughs> for her. So it was really, I don't know, it was just an adventure. It was just yeah. something fun to do.
0: And you had never run, like, a 5K or a 10K? No. Or, and no. That no pretty cool <laughs> and so you said you were doing training runs with your dad um, is he a big runner
1: he is he started running at 50 he did his first marathon at 50 um, and he just at 66 years old started doing ultras so he did many on the Jenny this past year and what? got into trail running so he's like my running hero and he's the happiest runner out there like he's always just out there to have a good time and to just to have fun Really
0: wow. It, so he's had, he's got 16 years of running, right? Yeah. So he's, yeah. that's pretty big. Yeah. Um, and then, so were you going to his races or kind of like, or did he just run and not really race?
1: Yeah. He was more of a runner than a racer, right. um, but he's gotten into racing and we kind of, I don't know, like we started training for, after I did the, my first marathon wine glass with my friend, then we trained the second year for Rochester and we did that one together and then we did it again the following year and it kind of just took off from there but he definitely got me into it
0: and so your first marathon was like five hours i think you said Uh,
1: yeah it was over five hours
0: (laughs) all right and then she she was done she She crossed off her list Mm -hmm. and where did you go from there you started running marathons and yeah. you, have a, you have a new PR. It's not five hours anymore, right?
1: Right. So I started, I ran again the following year, like didn't really run for a couple of months. And then I did Rochester the following year and knocked an hour off my time. And I'm like, hmm, that's kind of getting closer to Boston. Maybe I can have a goal of trying to get a Boston qualifier. And then I ro- ran it again the following year and I got my BQ by like seconds 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 ran boston and it kind of just snowballed like just setting all these little goals along the way um and then i started the you know the coveted quest for the sub three marathon and yeah um never really i got close i got a 304 but i was really unlucky with weather some years and it's hard with a marathon because you train for months, and then it's just kind of a crapshoot what you would get that day.
0: Right. Like, So do you chase after the fast and flat marathons, like Presque Isle or Mohawk? Uh, or? That
1: probably would have been smarter. <laughs> 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 no, I was shooting for Boston, right. um, and then I just—that it's that was silly because you train in the winter, and then right. you get a warm day, so— I was really hoping for it in 2012, and at the starting line, it's 80 something degrees, and I'm sweating before I even took a, of my first step. Right. So yeah, just kind of unlucky, but still, just enjoyed the ride. And
0: so you were trying for your sub three at Boston.
1: At Boston, yeah, probably not the best.
0: <laughs> well, hey, I mean, you might as well, you're going to be on the stage, right? You might as well show off.
1: Yeah, I guess. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and so you you've run Rochester how many times? Three, four.
1: Yeah, maybe four or five times. Yeah. yeah,
0: and you you had at least one finish that was pretty good. One of them, right? I
1: know. Like, yeah. I mean, it, it was all of those times where I was shooting for close to three. So uh-huh. even if they were good, um, I wasn't happy with them.
0: Yeah, what I was what I was getting at was wasn't there a race where you were the first woman to cross the finish line? Right? Oh,
1: so Delaware. Delaware. I went down with my friend. Right. Um, and it was more like he, his aunt had a cottage on the lake, and I wanted to mm-hmm. stay with him, so we went down together and did Delaware, and I ended up um, winning that one, which just, was a surprise. just ended up winning yeah, a marathon. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then I did Mississauga after my daughter turned one, and that one same thing. Just wait, didn't you had way. a baby,
0: and then a year later you went yeah. out and won a marathon.
1: I yeah, I think that was my proudest running moment because. I had this new role of being a mom. Right. So that was that was a proud moment.
0: So were you running during pregnancy?
1: I ran until yes.
0: Until Until, up until 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 the very end.
1: Yes. I was she was late and I was doing hill repeats to try and get her out. (laughs) (laughs) So I probably looked um pretty ridiculous out there (laughs) I don't think I
0: don't think so at all I'm thinking people are like wow that girl's doing some so okay you went from we didn't know what we were doing what at what point did you so you knocked an hour off your time is that when you realized I'm pretty good at this
1: I think when I got my BQ. Like, I felt pretty cool getting that Boston qualifier. Yeah. So then I joined GBH, um, and then I started, you know, hooked up with a coach and started training really, really hard, doing those 100-mile weeks, doing, like, training. 100-mile
0: weeks. So you were hard, serious into this stuff. Serious. So you don't yeah. just you don't just win a marathon by running hill repeats when you're parking. <laughs> like there's other work yeah. that goes into it.
1: Yeah. So I had t- trained really hard for the sub threes, but then when I had Ellie, um, I wasn't I was training, but not not as hard as I was. And I kind of saw that I didn't have to do those hundred mile reach. I didn't have to beat myself up the way that I was. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, Phil Nesbitt does twenty mile weeks.
1: I know, <laughs> <laughs> like, I know. I bust on him all the time. <laughs> you're, you're
0: working five times as hard as he is. I am. Yep. Wow. So that that's pretty cool, though. Where you, you have the you have like it seems like you have these markers where you know you saw sort of turning points, right? And you never got that three, but you got you got the three oh four. You got a couple marathon wins. You get. You're a new mom. Mm -hmm. and you go out and win a marathon that's pretty sweet
1: that was awesome
0: so then like marathons not enough
1: um I think life happened like I had a lot of just hard life challenges and I remember racing through it because I'm still you know addicted to running and I remember racing and this woman passed me with like a mile to go and I just I didn't care and that's when I kind of you know I realized that I didn't really want to just race race on the roads anymore. Um, I wanted to do something different and push myself to do something that I hadn't done before. So that's when I got into ultras.
0: Right. And what was your your first ultra?
1: Uh, Cayuga. Well, I did rim to rim to rim, and that kind of got me hooked on. That to, like, was just nature. last year, right? That was two thousand fourteen or fifteen. Yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah, Phil Phil threatened to talk about it, and then he. Died. So you went out and did room to room to room with right. Phil and Mitch and a couple other people.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, Mitch
0: Fall. Um, so we're gonna get like Phil and Mitch, I think, together uh, to talk about room to room to room because that's the only way it's gonna okay. happen. Mitch almost talked about it at the Medved. Um, panel, mm-hmm. And then Phil said, oh, we'll talk about it. Yeah, it's it top secret.
1: I mean, it's yeah. really top secret. We it don't we don't talk like, about it. I probably shouldn't have even mentioned it. I
0: know. It's like a thing that <laughs> nobody did. No, right? no. Yeah. <laughs> so that was your first real kind of ed, ed, long adventure.
1: Yeah, that was my taste at it. Yeah. Right. First little taste.
0: All right. And I think you said before we talked that you don't like trails.
1: Yeah, I don't know if I'm allowed to say that or if I'm I going to do like It's backbash, fine. It's fine. <laughs> um, I like running a long time, uh-huh. um, and roads kind of beat you up for 100 miles on the road. But it's not that I'm like anti-nature <laughs> or don't like the trails are there, but I'm scared of everything. I'm scared of snakes and frogs and bugs, and I don't like mud. <laughs> so, um, yeah, trails are not really for me, and I don't know how to run them. Like I tiptoe down the downhills and people fly down by, by me all the time. Um, yeah, I like prance over rocks and puddles. Mm-hmm. But you're no, pretty I,
0: good you're still pretty good at it, right? Like I mean let's I let's feel good at it <laughs> Right. I mean there's there's I guess there's a difference. So do you do you even go off for like short little trail runs no. with friends or anything? No. 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 All so, my
1: training is on the roads. So roadside. all
0: your training's on roads. Yeah. And then you go and race on the trails.
1: Yeah. What's that like? <laughs> <laughs> it's terrible. <laughs> it's bad. I had some wipeouts. It's uh, probably not the smartest, but um, just my fear of running in the woods by myself mm-hmm. um, scares me enough to keep me off the trails. But, yeah, so racing, is probably why I'm not very good at it, it is well, We're let's practice.
0: Let's start small. I mean, you run. You've run WTF a couple times, yes. right? Yes.
1: That was thanks to Phil. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and you you won WTF, right? The fifteen miler. Right. And that's snowy some years.
1: Yeah, um, the first year I was really lucky; it wasn't snowy yeah. at all.
0: And then the second year was pretty snowy. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: yeah, so that was snowy and see.
0: But and it's got a uh, two big giant hills. Yeah. And it's all rolly, and it's roots and rocks and you've run it. Yeah. And you've won it. Yeah. So that's pretty good. Yeah. Did you have fun while you were doing it, or did you did it feel like a like a struggle the whole time and you I couldn't did. relax?
1: No, I did have fun. I was running with friends. Um, yeah, I mean the first year I ran it because Phil asked me to do it and I did it. Um, but I was running with a friend, James, and I was you know was still in race mode, so I was racing him which made it fun. And then this last year, I was running with Greg Michaels until he fell and got hurt. Yeah. But yeah, I always try and try and stay with people. I <laughs> don't like being out there by myself. Right, just in case you fall, right? Right. Or see a snake or a frog.
0: Or <laughs> or, or, or snake that looks like a snake.
1: <laughs> right. Exactly.
0: <laughs> but so do you feel like, and, and I, I, I guess, do you feel like that is Every time you go into the race that's your challenge. Like I'm going to enter this trail race. I've trained on roads. I got this mom thing going on. I'm going to go jump into this course which you've obviously never seen because you don't run on trails for fun. <laughs> right. Is that is that a challenge?
1: No. The challenge is more the distance. I guess I kind of don't Yeah, I don't really. I've never really thought about like that I train on roads and run on trails. Um, but yeah, the, it's the distance. It's, you know, pushing myself to run as far as I can and get
0: to the finish line. Hey, do you are you one of those runners that doesn't understand how people in ultras can walk? Are you like oh, a are you I like walk. a not walker? No,
1: I walk. Okay. I definitely. And that's one of the things that I love about <laughs> running <laughs> is that I can walk up the hills and like eat a sandwich walking up there.
0: Yeah. yeah that's what's fun. great. <laughs> Try to eat a sandwich during a 304 marathon. Exactly. See what happens. I <laughs> I I've, my marathon PR is a 3:41 and I could barely Breathe during that, you know, and I'm like, I don't even know the work that would go into. I tr- I was aiming for a 3:30, and it was Rochester, you know, uh, thunderstorms and heat, mm. you know, um, and it's like I, I don't even know the work that would have to go in to get me to get to a 3:30, and it's a lot less sandwiches on the trails, you <laughs> know, like to to train for the roads. And I might I might go back and and do it just because I I do feel like it's a goal that's sort of within reach. But to me, that is that is hard work. Yeah. Like,
1: so even going from ultras, you could you could go back to marathon racing. Well,
0: yeah, I think so. I mean, I I do. I got into ultras because I liked the time on the trail. It took. I found when I was doing marathon training that after about two hours in that long run, when you're doing that eighteen to twenty miler, after about two to two and a half hours, that's when my shoulders started to relax oh, okay. that's when my brain like stopped thinking and i like jaw loosened up and i was like oh I'm just running here you know getting
1: into it at two hours I,
0: so i started to realize oh okay but then again that's not you know maximum output but for me it was ah you yeah, know so, like a more
1: relaxed pace. Yeah,
0: so yeah. four hours and five hours started you know and when i did the first i did the first half of the twisted branch i was like yeah this is totally this is totally it for me, you know fifty k in seven hours i'll do that all day long, you know
1: was it the um, distance or the trail I think it's like? the
0: time it's the time in the woods, you know and with friends, and just eventually you run out of thoughts to think you know and um that's that's why I started getting into ultras, but i don't think I don't want to be one of those runners that um I st- I just keep doing ultras even though I don't have the fitness for it. Like I have my schedule has been so whacked mm-hmm. that I don't have I could go out and do, you know, with cut-off times at some of these races, I could go do a 100k. But I would like to be, you know, I I enjoy running through the woods, mm-hmm. not just walking through the woods eating sandwiches. <laughs> that's a bonus. <laughs> but that's not exclusively what I want to mm-hmm. do. So, yeah, I mean, I I think I would eventually do it. But I guess for you, if you're always training on the roads, then you're staying fast, and then you go out to ultras and you give yourself a try. You think you're still chasing after a 304?
1: No, definitely not. And I I don't really do speed work, or I kind of just run, and I run how I feel. And if I feel like doing a tempo run that day, then I do that. And if I don't, then I don't. So my training... Yeah, I would not be a good one to coach. <laughs> do what I want to <laughs> well, do. <laughs> well, how does Coach
0: Re feel about Oh, yeah, that?
1: we don't, yeah. We don't longer, talk anymore. Yeah, no longer. <laughs> I think I crossed the crazy line for him when I went okay. over to ultras.
0: Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. And, and that's, I mean, especially, I guess, with the schedule. I mean, GVH has, they work, right? Mm-hmm. They work. Yep, they work hard. So... Um, so you crossed in, you did Cayuga, and you, you've done many on the Jenny, right?
1: I'm going to do that this year.
0: Okay, you're gonna. Okay. You didn't do it last year, right? right. Um, but you've done Twisted Branch, mm-hmm. right? And you were third place at Twisted Branch.
1: I was, yeah.
0: Okay, I, I got <laughs> <laughs> Twisted Branch. There's about. Four to five miles of road in that race.
1: Yes, and I was so thankful for that.
0: (laughs) You are the only person I've ever met that said, I'm so thankful for the road in Twisted Branch.
1: Yeah, I was happy to see that road. It was, yeah, I was able to stretch out my legs. Same thing with Oil Creek. There's a road on Oil Creek going down to the aid stations. Mm -hmm. And same thing, I was able to stretch out my legs, move a little bit, like actually run Um, Over the
0: bridge, right, and Mm -hmm. by the petroleum center. Yeah, yeah. So, okay, Twisted Branch. You, you. uh, What What got you to sign up for a hundred, a very hard hundred k, which is almost all woods up and over? Really, you know. Steep climbs, down steep pitches. There's some pretty yes. steep downhills there. Yeah, it's
1: nice. What,
0: what was the motivation? What What got you to that point?
1: Um, well, I really, my, the ultimate goal was the 100, so Oil Creek 100. Okay. And I thought the timing of Twisted was good, like mm-hmm. just, um, it would be a good training run. And the also being in the summer and I have the summers off, it made it, it, made it easier for my schedule too. Mm-hmm.
0: And that was it. You're just like, yeah, yeah twist it the
1: brain. Okay,
0: <laughs> why not? In. Yeah. Wow. Man, that's a, that's, in, uh, and to long for the four miles of road that are on the course. Were you able to, uh, were you able to enjoy it at all? Yeah, I, mean, I, know, I if, did. To I, run in third place, I mean, you're, you're, as much as you're maybe feeling like you're going slow, still to run in third place, you're doing, you're, you're running.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, I was running. I definitely uh, learned that I'm a social runner, especially in the trails. Like, I didn't like being by myself. So at the first aid station, I ran with my friend, but then he stopped to use the bathroom, and it was still dark out, so I just couldn't find him again. Um, And then we hit a road after the first aid station, and I found this other guy that I had never met before, Joe, and we were both doing Oil Creek. So I'm like, this is great. Like, he's going to be my new best friend. So we ran together for a bunch but um, I kept running ahead of him, and then I would stop and wait for him. And at one point, um, I was stopped and waiting for a while for him, and then I eventually ran back to get him. <laughs> and he saw me coming back, and he's like, what are you doing? And I said, oh, I'm just coming back for you. Like, I was lonely. So we get to the aid station, and he's like, I really like running with you, but you need to just go. <laughs> you need to leave me. It's like a lost puppy trailing behind him. <laughs> so, yeah, I left him. I was So I was alone for a little bit. And yeah. then I did have a pacer come in and run a couple legs with me.
0: Yeah, you can get pretty stretched out on that trail. Yeah, As much as there's, you know, 100 people running and you got all the pacers and eight stations are only, you know, six to eight miles apart. Um, it can get pretty stretched out there
1: yeah and I was afraid of getting lost and you know afraid of all the animals in the woods and all that of course um, but yes yeah, so I think I have some I have some work to do. I just have to kind of learn to maybe, run by myself <laughs> and that it's okay and that it's safe and
0: it might be it might be that might be a thing or you might enjoy running with people and you just have to get slower
1: yeah just find someone <laughs> all the
0: time yeah they're getting slower <laughs> or faster one of the other um <laughs> uh, and so oil creek Oil Creek has more people on the course, yeah, lot, lots more, and you're doing loops and everything. Did you Did you enjoy that a bit more because there were people and a little bit more roads?
1: Yeah, so actually, Joe <laughs> from yeah. Twisted Branch, we ran the first hundred k together, yeah. actually, mm-hmm. but then he dropped out. Um, yeah, he just dropped out. He just wasn't feeling it, and I kept going. But then that's I picked up my pacer. So All I right. had my pacer, thank goodness. So
0: the secret to success is friends, friends named Joe. Yeah,
1: which <laughs> friends people yeah <laughs> for me anyway
0: cool yeah and i um so i was at i was at both of those races i was working twisted branch and one of the cool things about that is i get to go up and down the you know the whole course and i i did twisted branch the first two years um but i i really enjoyed the, this year being able to go from the front to the back and see see just how everybody's doing and what what the race actually looks like you know as far as the people up front working hard and looking exhausted and the people in back working hard and looking exhausted. And, you know, it, it was a really cool experience. And I was mm-hmm. saying that the the picture of your daughter at the finish line, I think I have a picture oh. of that, too, because <laughs> I was taking pictures of people as they were finishing. Oh. So I was like, I think I, I was like, did I take that picture? I wonder,
1: Did you say, um, did you tell me that she beat me so that yeah. I was like fourth girl or something? Yeah, exactly. Because yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she crossed the line first. She did. You
1: know? I know. Yeah, I, I'll take fourth over her. It's fine. <laughs>
0: yeah that was so does she come to a lot of your races and hang out?
1: Um she comes to the local one, so she did twisted. She didn't come down to oil creek, but i I think that's the thing I miss about the roads. I would just love to for her to be at a finish line. yeah, I think that would be cool. yeah yeah yeah
0: my um my wife brought uh the kids to my Rochester finish and that was really neat. Yeah. So they were right outside of the stadium. And I probably could have got three forty one twenty, but I spent a good minute with them, you yeah. know. So, but
1: it doesn't matter. No, it so- didn't
0: matter at all. I could have got, you know, could have just hung out there for a while. But then I was like, wait, I can't bend over anymore. <laughs> I gotta, I gotta get up. This, these hamstrings aren't gonna work in a second. You know, so then I had to I had to scoot over. But yeah, it's it's really cool to have them at races. I right. like that a lot. And
1: then for them, it's motivation to get you to the line even more mm-hmm. to be able to see them.
0: Yeah, they were at the first Twisted Branch too, oh, wow. and they were wired all day. <laughs> they they did not go to sleep the whole time. Like they, they went to
1: the aid stations and they, stuff. Yeah, my wife oh, took them
0: to every. Uh, she met at, at Bud Valley, and then she took them to all the aid stations and expected them to take a nap at some point, and they never did. And then. <laughs> I finally get to the finish line, and um, my daughter's wide awake, wired, and my son's laying on a a cot, sleeping. So (laughs) he, he was finally done. but That was cool. It was definitely, it's definitely motivation. And I don't know, I get that whole emotional thing when you're running. And at some point, you just go,
1: oh, yeah, my family's here. (laughs) <laughs> yeah.
0: I don't know where that comes from, but it's pretty great.
1: Yeah. I know running's really raw. Like it brings out mm-hmm. it's just, it just heightens everything, heightens your emotions.
0: Yeah. So did you used to run when you were little like just do you remember running around and playing or recreation or chasing your dad at his races or anything or did you really get started when your friend said, "Let's go run a marathon?"
1: Yeah, I really I mean, I did field hockey in high school, but I hated the running portion. So yeah. I really started you know, just wow. as a bucket list thing to do.
0: <laughs> so you got fresh legs.
1: Right. I, yeah, I think so. <laughs> Maybe that's what's recruited.
0: That's pretty neat. But you do you do other things then? If running if running came so late in life, then you have do you have other outdoor things or things that you do?
1: Yeah, the winter I really traded my running shoes for skis. Okay. Um and now that my daughter's four, like she's a really good skier. So she's we can actually like go to different mountains and ski together which is really cool she's not spending all her time in ski school wow yeah it's cool it's fun
0: yeah and it you know there's that no fear when you're that young right
1: right and she's <laughs> I mean she's like two feet off the ground so if she falls it's not a big deal for her yeah. and she yeah she's really good
0: that's neat so so that's that's your winter time is is skiing and lift tickets and hot cocos?
1: exactly those are our weekends yeah I mean I still get in a lot of running but yeah you know it's family first and mm-hmm. And skiing's fun, so. So do
0: you, do you? You just run though. You don't. You run by feel and what you feel like doing. You're not training specifically, per se.
1: Right. I'm not training at all, and I probably should have a better. Tr- like today, I ran 18 miles, but not even on purpose. Just because different people asked me to run at different times. <laughs> so I ran 10 in the morning with some friends and eight after work with other friends um it, the social thing again yeah, yeah just not turning down to run but i should probably should be a little bit more uh maybe you shouldn't do that I if don't it's know. working i yeah, don't see
0: why fun. not i mean if it's working i uh i really got through first twisted branch by running and training with friends there's no way that i would have been able to do that all myself you know like and and running as much as it is an individual sport, and as much as it is like you got to get there on your own feet. There's still so much uh, with friends and everything yeah. like that. Um, one, they can they can kick you in your butt when you're feeling a little <laughs> lazy. But two, just logistically, you're going to do a point to point run or something like that. You're not going to do it yourself right. most of the time. You know, there are people that will park a bike and run to their bike and. I've never been that person,
1: but. yeah, no, it's, uh, it's definitely more fun with friends..
0: Mm-hmm. So um, adventures then what about what about adventures? You mentioned rim to rim to rim. Yeah,
1: the top secret, yeah. yeah,
0: okay, never mind. <laughs> no, that was it
1: was really fun and I, I wish I could go back. I would love to go back just because I, it was my first long, long run like that. Um, And I was so nervous about just being able to do it. And once you're down there, you're down there. There's no help. There's no turning around. So I was so focused on just, like, being able to do it that I don't think I took in as much of the scenery and as much of the experience as I would if I were to do it again, knowing that I can do the distance. Um, Yes, I would love to go back and do it again.
0: What made you think that you could do it? Like, what? Oh, I
1: had no idea I could do it.
0: Because <laughs> <laughs> it's what, 54 miles? Yeah. Right. So, so you had no idea. So, you flew out there. Right. You're going with, with Mitch and Phil, who are right. not fast. exactly slow. Fast. Right. <laughs> um, so, you're like, yeah, whatever. I got this.
1: Yeah. 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 <laughs> Well, I've, I mean, I've run with Phil before and right. he's a very, I mean, he's not going to leave you. He's going to no. stick by you. I mean, yeah. he literally on that run gave me his shirt off his back. Like that's, that's <laughs> Yeah. He, he
0: was looking for a reason to get that shirt off his back.
1: <laughs> this was like his favorite, you know, the yeah. Hunter Green Under Armour shirt. That's the yeah. shirt he gave me off his back. Yeah. But it was, it was a cool experience. Yeah. I would go back there in a second.
0: Neat. Was it a was it a family thing or just a bunch of friends went out? And
1: it was just a bunch of, I think there were six of us all together. Yeah. It was just a bunch of us. Cool. Just doing this really cool adventure.
0: And from there you got to 100 miles at Oil Creek. Yeah. In two years.
1: Right.
0: So 100 miles, is it just that's the distance? That's just... The motivator is that people run 100 miles, and so why not give it a try?
1: Exactly. And I think, you know, like once I was on the... I had a lot of doubt and hesitation going into it. And I think I did kind of think about like, oh my gosh, I haven't even run on the trails. Mm -hmm. And now here I am doing 100 miles on the trails. So there's a lot of doubt going into it. But once I was on that starting line, I knew that I was going to finish. There was no... I kind of had mentally prepared, like, okay, is the blister going to stop me, or is I know I'm going to go crazy with all the lack of sleep? Like, is the mental game is that going to stop me? And I, figured that, like, there was nothing that was going to stop me. I was prepared for blisters. I was prepared for, you know, losing my mind a little bit at the night at nighttime. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I knew that I was going to make it to that finish line no matter what. And I did have a little. Um, like probably 70 miles or so there was an aid station and I just I didn't have my coat with me my headlamp was not providing any light at all I could not see the ground with my headlamp and I kind of just sat in a chair and put my head down my teeth were chattering I couldn't stop shaking um and I grabbed a veggie burger because I like veggie burgers, but I couldn't get it in my stomach. And my pacer, Holly, just handed me, she took my veggie burger, handed me some soup, didn't say a word, and eventually, you know, I got back up and did it. But I I would say that sitting in that chair, shaking with my teeth chattering in the middle of the night, having run who knows how many hours and miles, I think that was probably the lowest, the lowest point. And I knew, but then I knew that once I had overcome that. I was good. I was going to be fine. I was going to make it to that finish line.
0: So you had never gotten that far. Twisted Branch was your furthest before that. Yeah. And you're sitting there and are you, are you, are you going through like a checklist of things I can fix or are you just sitting there waiting for it to pass?
1: I was kind of thinking like, how am I going to do it? Like not, well, yeah. How, how, like, what do I need to do to get to the finish line? And I thought, like, okay, it's a mile uphill because all those aid stations are in the valleys. Mm-hmm. It's a mile uphill. I can just walk the uphill. I'll generate body heat. I'll get warmer. Um, and that's what kind of got me out of the chair, just mm-hmm. kind of planning for the next just mile. Just right. a mile. Just, just a
0: mile. Get moving, move. moving again. Yeah, just move. There you go. So that so that resolve is there in the middle of the night on trails. On trails <laughs> in the dark. So was is the dark in the trails any different than the daytime in the trails, or they're both just trails?
1: Yeah, no, it was pretty awful. Um, especially, I don't know why I couldn't see, but I, well, I think because the headlamp had been working for you know, 12 hours. And (laughs) it's foggy out there
0: too. And so even if it's the beam is shooting, it still might not get all the way to the ground. Right. It was
1: not getting to the ground. And that was tough. But I I think, um, so it's that three loops that you do. The first loop was six hours. The second loop was eight hours. And my last loop was 12 hours. And it's all the same effing loop. (laughs) (laughs) So to double my time between the first and third loop, um, yeah, that hurt, and I think then that seven point seven mile loop to finish the going home loop. Yeah, the going home, and loop. that took me about three hours. Yeah, first seven mile.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that loop that was. was <laughs> I've heard that loop has an effect on people. Yeah. Um, did you stop on the bridge and?
1: Um, I pretty much walked, if you could even call it walking, It was more of a hobble. My feet um, had bubbled up on the bottoms, like they were just like hundreds of blisters just bubbles on the bottom. so every step felt like walking on pins and needles it was painful and i had this nasty blister in my heel that actually ended up getting really infected and i had to go on antibiotics for it and everything so it was it was a rough last like 10 20 ish miles just dealing with all the the physical pain Mm -hmm. of it all
0: right but the mental pain you had that taken care of in the bag
1: yeah and i just kept telling myself it's blisters like it's yeah. blisters and blisters are not going to stop me they're not going to kill me they're just blisters but it was still i mean it's still painful yeah,
0: not going to kill you right away apparently
1: <laughs> right. i mean yeah the infection may have
0: <laughs> so so first question did you wear the buckle did you did, did you put it on oh a belt?
1: do you wear it what do you do with why them? not i don't know it's do your you
0: belt do? buckle
1: you wear it like it's a belt.
0: Yeah, oh. it's not a shelf buckle; it's a belt oh. buckle.
1: I don't know. I didn't do anything with That'd
0: it. That'd be pretty sweet. Should Put it something. outside a pair of snow pants. Get a yes. nice little <laughs> <We're> for
1: skiing. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs>
0: get a nice. It's a shiny buckle. I mean, yeah, yeah. That would be a pretty cool. Look okay, on now the I will wear the buckle. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that would be sweet. And you know, Phil doesn't
1: have a buckle. Oh no, he doesn't. No, no. <laughs> and I still have my uh, Can Fifty time on him. So nice. Yeah, hopefully so, he won't do that again. <laughs>
0: so then the next question is, what hundred miler are you signing up for this year?
1: None. <laughs> <laughs> done. <laughs> One and done with the hundreds, but I will. I do. I did like the course, mm-hmm. and I, it was very runnable. Like it was a runnable trail. There weren't a lot of rocks and roots compared to Twisted Branch. Um, so I do want to go back for the hundred K. I want to see what I can do with like actually running
0: it. Yes. Yeah. And you could probably finish that in the daytime.
1: Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Done by dinner is my new rule for races. <laughs> if <Nice. laughs> so I'm not done by dinner, I'm not signing up.
0: <laughs> Very good. Yeah. So I, uh, I ran, um, I ran about half of that loop out there. One, I went out with Davin one time and ran about half of it. I ran, um, from, eh, I forget what it is. The wolf, the, by the graveyard, Okay. Up to Petroleum Center and okay. sort of around on that side. So we did like a little fifteen mile.
1: The graveyard r- is near where I had my the lowest point.
0: Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So and that, I loved it out there. I mean, it's a really nice trail. It's, it is. It's, it's cool. a lot of fun, and I've been out there two years now. You know, supporting friends, and I absolutely love that bridge by Petroleum so Center. So let's and do it together.
1: Let's you do. You can be my best friend on the road. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I won't you, leave you. I'll come back for yeah, you. Yeah, you'll have to
0: keep coming back and getting me. <laughs> that's exactly. Okay. As long
1: as you send me on my way, I'm good.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I have a really big bright headlamp too, but uh-huh. we won't need it, right? Cause we'll no, because
1: it will be done by dinner. <laughs>
0: that's it. <laughs> mail right, it in. It. All right. Okay. I'm I'm looking for something to do in the fall. So it's you not know. October. It is. Know, know Ooh, it is. I know. I know it is. I
1: love it. I feel
0: like you're trying to pin me into a corner, right? You're doing. You're doing a pretty I good film. No, Nesbitt you pretty situation. much
1: sound like you're going to do it. So I'll just see you there.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, it's weird to have gone there two years and stayed at the caboose one year, yes. stayed at the hotel that's the other day, year. Actually, I've gone there three years. Yes.
1: Do <laughs> you get a belt buckle for the hundred k?
0: I think so, yeah. <gasps> I think you do. You'd have two belt buckles.
1: And you will have also a 100k You
0: know, if you win the 100 miler, you get invited back for life for free forever. Yeah,
1: I wasn't ever even close to winning that I know, but that was, that's
0: because that was your first one.
1: Yeah. No, was, no, <laughs> just that saying. Was not there.
0: You know, free race for life. That's pretty sweet. Mm-hmm. And you can pick any distance. You don't have to just pick the 100 miler. You just have to win the 100 miler
1: still not enticing at all <laughs> but me and you we're gonna do that you're your much <laughs> more convincing i think
0: it would be fun i i really like the course so it's beautiful you know.
1: and they i mean the race director tom jennings puts on a really great race well organized the aid stations are so cool mm-hmm. did you see the first one at all
0: um not the first no because that's on that's on the side of the course that i had right about.
1: it's not where like so people can
0: i know the school right and then i know petroleum center okay. but the other two we can't Can't go to. It's
1: amazing. So that is reason enough to do the 100K. (laughs) This year they had set it up like the Wizard of Oz. Oh, yeah. And there were like lights everywhere leading up to it and like big lollipops in the road and the bridge that you crossed is all lit up, and everyone there is in character.
0: Oh, my goodness. Yeah. I, Don't I, you want to go? <laughs> I have not heard. I think I can't believe that anybody that's run the race has never told me that. I've, it was there's my like,
1: favorite part. It
0: was like five people that I know that were in that race and didn't mention a word. Are you sure? Maybe you it
1: was my imagination. I'm thinking. <laughs> the 100 miles suspecting me.
0: Yeah. Oh. Was it there the whole time or just there on that last <laughs> just loop? that
1: last loop. It was like, Mr. Vaz. No, the whole time. It was awesome.
0: Wow. All lit up.
1: Yeah, it was a big party. (laughs) No, for real.
0: (laughs) I I can't tell if you're putting me on. No, I'm really
1: serious. It was the Wizard of Oz. I think Holly, my pacer, might have taken pictures. Wow. So I can send you pictures. (laughs) It really (laughs) happens. This
0: is so suspicious. (laughs) (laughs) It's just, it's odd that nobody has ever mentioned that. Maybe, did you get something in the mail that said you weren't supposed to talk about it, right? (laughs) I mean,
1: no, maybe okay. they just didn't enjoy it as much as maybe they did. I mean, there were like signs even leading up to the Wizard of Oz uh-huh. station about like, you know, Munchkinland land and what you would see there.
0: <laughs> Don't be alarmed. Yeah, like,
1: it was really, whoa, it was that is my cool. favorite part, I think
0: I had um, in my first Twisted Branch, I had that low moment at there used to be an aid station called Pub 54. And it was right at the where the Bristol Hills branch ended at 54, mile 54. So you come off the trail and you hit this sort of gully, and that's where it switches from orange markers to white markers.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: And um, that's where I had that moment where I sat down and I, going leading up to there they had put some signs about like you know um Ireland or something and my friend goes like oh we're we're going to Ireland and i was like dude i don't even know what you're talking about right now or something like that you know <laughs> and uh we get there and i just sit down and i put my head in my hands and mm-hmm. they're like would you like some guinness would you like this? and you really? know, they had lights and they they had it set up like a pub
1: that's awesome you know
0: it was very cool and i was not in a place to appreciate it at all and i was sitting there and i i just i didn't know what was going on i um, and I had a shutter sort of start at my toes and run all the way up my body and my whole body uh, just was like rattle, rattle, rattle. And I was like, if I don't get up now that that's it, that's the one. So I just got up and started walking because I knew the door was closing quickly, but yeah, that low, 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 low. And I never had a thought like, Oh, I'm going to drop. Right. It was just my body was like, Are we still gonna do this right now? Right. If so, you better get going. Yeah. <laughs> so that was that was a pretty intense intense moment. Like, you know, I don't know, was it thirty seconds, was it thirty minutes? Right. I have no you know, no no concept, you know. Yeah, same. But it's funny, there was a um oh, who was it? Oh, darn. Um the woman who won Run Rabbit Run, and I just lost her name, I think it was it. Oh, boy. This would be the part that we edit out of the podcast <laughs> right here where I forget her name because I, I know it. But um, she said that she laid down on the trail and went to sleep for one minute. And she said it was like the most restful one minute of her whole. Let her pace her. Let her sleep for one minute. Really? And she felt like she slept for 30 minutes. And she was up and she was awake and she was rejuvenated and ready to go. Wow. But she just, you know, laid down in the dirt for one minute. Wow. And up and gone.
1: That's amazing. I don't know that that would yeah. work for me. I'd <laughs> probably still be laying there.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, I don't know that you would think laying in the dirt no. was relaxing. No. No.
1: No, I'd be too worried about, you know, snakes or something crawling on me when I sleep.
0: Yeah. Well, so, if you only sleep for a minute. Right. But maybe if you're that t- You weren't that soul-searchingly tired, apparently, at Oil Creek.
1: No, I didn't feel that tired, but as soon as we went back to that little caboose hotel... Um, my husband got in the shower because he had run the last seven points, or not run. He had moved the last seven point seven with me, um, and I laid on the bed and fell right to sleep. Like within seconds, I was out. So, um,
0: yeah, that, that I was
1: tired, but I didn't feel it.
0: And that's a sleep that you're you're not fighting. There's, right, you know, you're not you're not staying up checking your phone. You're not like no watching a little bit of TV. You're just.
1: Right. Lights yeah. out, right? Right. I know. I think it, it took me twenty nine hours to move one hundred miles and yeah, I was just out, done.
0: That's that's still pretty good.
1: I think pretty it's pretty good. close to the cutoff. <laughs> it
0: doesn't so what? <laughs> well, yeah, I mean you're used to finishing first, so being near the cutoff is probably <laughs> an issue. I mean, does that is that a part of it for you? Like, do you feel like you're do you feel like you're um, not achieving because you're not winning?
1: No, I was actually really happy with the 29 hours. I was happy with whatever place I came in. but what I didn't like was the last 7.7 I got passed by I mean it felt like hundreds of people. Yeah. <laughs> it, I got I mean everyone I got passed by everyone because I was walking on those pins and needle feet and I just there was nothing I could do. Yeah. And I was just so envious of them for being able to still run at that level and that distance. And yeah, that kind of, that hurt. That caused a couple of tears. That yeah. caused a lot of tears yeah. just being passed. I wasn't really used to being passed like that. At,
0: at the end, <laughs> yeah, that's not your game.
1: Yeah, case. no.
0: Well, if it makes you feel any better, they probably weren't running at that pace. <laughs> like,
1: they, they pro- were flying <laughs> they flew by me
0: yeah like like monkeys out of the witch wicked witch's tower right yes.
1: <laughs> it was real it really was there
0: <laughs> i'm sure if it was real to you it was real no
1: you ask those five friends about the wizard of Oz, they'll <laughs> well, tell you.
0: well i mean yeah I, it's weird i don't but anyways that, so that that idea of um being passed at the end that's usually when you're when you're putting it away right and that's when you're right. sort of strongest is at the end
1: and even trying like yeah trying to i mean i i yeah. feel like i'm putting it away it might not really be but yeah like even twisted branch i was not in there to race it like i was obviously i was running back for people so i wouldn't be lonely but then my pay i had a pay serve for the last that last um what is it? Four or five miles? It's
0: 15, 20 miles up Mount <laughs> no, Washington. No, yeah, from last, like, yeah, from Urbana. Yeah, from Urbana. Yeah, that's By probably 15 miles. I
1: don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so I had a pacer for that stretch, and he had just gotten a phone call from my friend, and, and he was like checking the times as I was coming, and he said, there's a runner right behind you. It's another female runner right behind you that's closing that gap. And that just... That was my motivation. Even though I didn't race for 60 miles, but all of a sudden, I was in race mode.
0: Everybody's (laughs) racing at the end of the race. That's the place you don't, like you said, you don't want to be passed. You work this hard to get up there. Even if it's for 31st place, you still don't want to be passed, Mm -hmm. you know? And that was was me at uh, Sega Honda the one year is – I probably my that was my best race, but not like I was gonna win or anything like that, but as I'm running, I'm like, you know what? I I think I'm pretty high up there, you know, like and I was uh I got to the, the carriage road where the last five K were and uh a friend was there and Laura said, Well, I, I think you're in tenth place and I was like,
1: mm, top 10. I'm, like I'm
0: like I'm in tenth place and she goes, Well, it's either you or that person <gasps> in front of you. So there you go. We're, yeah, top we're ten. Dropping eight, you know, <laughs> at the end of the second marathon on that carriage road, and I I finished twelfth. Um, uh, it was the person in front of me was the tenth male, and there was one girl okay. uh, ahead of him, but. It turns, the next Sega Honda, I was, I was crewing for some other friends and just talking and somebody was like, man, I remember this part last year, there was some dude chasing me <laughs> and I was like, some dude was chasing you, huh? He's like, yeah. And I would, I knew I was in 10th place and he was, <laughs> and I was like, you, <laughs> so we had a nice talk about that. I'm like, I couldn't catch up a step. He's like, uh, he's like, I was I was um, dead. He's like I had nothing left in the tank and but
1: enough to fight the, you. <laughs>
0: well what happened was he was so far ahead that there's um when you, you make this one turn and you climb up a driveway and when you climb up the driveway, you make a 180 real quick and go to the finish line. And he's like, I knew if I could just get up that driveway and you couldn't see me anymore and I <laughs> could just make that over. turn. Yeah. So I found him though. I finally caught him. It took a year, <laughs> but I caught him. That's
1: awesome. And you made an impression on him. Apparently. You bettered his time too.
0: Yeah, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, oh, yeah, nobody, I mean, we weren't, we weren't winning, you know what I mean? But nobody likes to get passed at the end. You know, yeah, at least if you're out there trying, but now, if you got if you got a bubble wrap for feet, you know that might be a little bit yeah challenging,
1: yeah, that was that was tough. I mean, there was really like there was nothing I could do. I wanted to go faster, I wanted to be done, but there was no moving any yeah. faster.
0: you got done, so,
1: yeah, <laughs> I remember this one guy said to me at the end as he passed me like, Pain is 90% mental or something. I think he was trying to be positive and I said these blisters are 100% real. <laughs> 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 I am mentally strong, but these blisters are killing me.
0: Right. Yeah, and that's I mean, and when you're in that spot, maybe it maybe it was true. Maybe if you could have just ignored the pain and run on them so they all popped and it was all over <laughs> the place. I was
1: trying. I really <laughs> wanted them to pop.
0: Yeah. Oof. Yeah, I've popped, anytime I get like big ones, I'll just put the needle in them and deal with it later. But
1: Yeah, and I was wearing, I mean, I would have done a thousand things differently to go back there, but I was wearing those compression socks, and I knew that if I took those compression socks off in an aid station, I'd be done. Like, there yeah. was no putting anything back on my feet. Yeah. Plus, I didn't really want to see what they looked like, because mm-hmm. I was afraid if that I saw been. them, I would have freaked out. And
0: then, So like, what was it like getting those compression socks off? And um,
1: so I needed a little help small, <laughs> small team them up <laughs> yep and I think that's why they give you you know like safety pins to hold your bitto up to pop all those blisters at the end <laughs> It was oh, it God. was painful I mean it yeah. took my feet weeks to yeah. just recover I mean they're still peeling and all at the sides and stuff. Oh. It was, I've never, I didn't know you could get so many blisters.
0: Well, and, and the thing is, you if you do all your training on roads, <laughs> you know, and just your feet aren't used to it, like your feet can't build up the, the calluses and the rough skin in the places that it's going to need it. But even that still, some people just get it, you know, that's just yeah. what happens.
1: And I had worn all the same gear for Twisted and I had no issues
0: mm-hmm.
1: at all. So. It
0: was about, what, 13 hours longer?
1: right 30 something <laughs> miles longer yeah
0: so um so where from where from here what what's going to happen now you're going to run many on the jenny in june um
1: yeah i'm going to do many on the jenny and not twisted although i it's a beautiful course it's well done the race director is awesome so i don't want to knock it but it just wasn't for me because um, it
0: only has four miles of road in
1: it. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, it has, like, roots and rocks, and I didn't do well on those. Wakely Dam Ultra. Okay. And I'm doing that just with friends. As, you
0: know, like, Wakely is, like, one way in and one way out, right?
1: I'm a little nervous about that. And you have to, like, filter <laughs> your own water, too.
0: Yeah, I mean, it, but it's only – it's not long, right? So you just got to get out of the dam. Right. But you can't go up the sides. You can only, like –
1: So there's no road, you're saying?
0: straight ahead. (laughs) There's
1: no miles of road in there.
0: Nope, straight ahead.
1: Yeah, that's just kind of, it's a group run, like Mm -hmm. we're going to go camping the night before and stay overnight, so that's just uh, an adventure. And then, you know, you and I are going to do Oil Freak 100K (laughs) and see the Wizard of Oz aid station.
0: Oh my goodness. (laughs) That's so exciting. I think I got to run at least 30 hours to see the Wizard of Oz aid station, right?
1: No, I mean, it's set up. Well, no, because you hit it the first time, and it's nighttime, too. It's still mm-hmm. dark okay. when you hit it the first time, so you'll see it all lit up. I swear it's there. <laughs> I swear.
0: October, October. You know, yeah. there's another. There's, a, there's a, a girl named Sheila who's looking for a race to run in the fall. Okay. We could talk to her and see what she's doing, too. She probably won't do the 100K, but... You
1: know. It's a fifty k. Is there fifty k? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, because it's a loop. Yeah, fifty k loop too. Yep. Mm-hmm. 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 It's a beautiful mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. loop.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Bring your friends. We'll see. Wh- Bring whoever you want. We'll
0: see what misses what Mrs. Egan is up to. We'll see. She probably won't do it. She doesn't. She doesn't cop to peer pressure like I do.
1: Does she like the Wizard of Oz though? I don't know. Mm. Mm. I don't know. I- <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> she'll ask people was there Wizard of Oz unlike me who I'll just fall for it you know
1: I'm t- I wouldn't lie I wouldn't make up a story about the Wizard of Oz I'm gonna sh- I'll send you pictures my okay. friend yeah I, I believe
0: leave. it <laughs> I I truly believe you I just okay. I'm, I'm a Good. bit flabbergasted it is all yeah so all right so you got more ultras in your future I do yeah. what about road races no yes no
1: <sighs> yeah I mean Phil's trying to talk me into Rochester this year and I do like the convenience and I think the only reason I would do it is to see Elliot the finish line Mm -hmm. it's one that she could come to but i just don't have the speed in me and i don't have the motivation so no i don't know (laughs) we'll see
0: well if you do that i don't i don't know if that will make you faster or slower for oil creek being like it's two weeks before so if it slows you down you should do it then we could run together if it's going to make you faster and better trained then you should do it so you could go race the 100k
1: I mean, yeah, it's not going to be faster and better trained. <laughs> well, I mean, it might. A
0: 26 mile or before 100K, you know. It just yeah. depends on how close they are.
1: Yeah. And then I could that would give me an excuse to run Rochester mm-hmm. at a leisurely mm-hmm. pace. Because and you. Stop and eat sandwiches. Right. Along because the
0: way. you train on roads. Right. And it's got a little tiny trail section now, I hear.
1: Oh, does it? I
0: hear. I don't know. I oh, think that's it does. Weird. It's it's an interesting new like course trolley
1: bed canal trail or
0: it's somewhere in like the park in Turning Point Park I guess there's a little bit of oh. traily area I don't know. Hmm. it's not the Rochester Marathon that you've run you know right, that right yeah
1: there. I knew that it changed and it went down like yeah yeah
0: so I, I know it'll be different for you. I'm, I'm sure Phil. Phil wants to see you back to your speedy days, right? Well,
1: we'll see if he even does it. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's he said no matter what he runs. On. He said
0: he's getting his mileage up to about fifteen a week. So you know, oh, he's, you know, he's serious. He's
1: serious. Then. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, you know, he's serious. I think he's going to, he said he wants to run Twisted Branch this year. He did. So maybe you could pace him the last 25.
1: Yeah, I don't think I could keep up with him. He's trying to convince Mitch to do it, and they the, can race.
0: The last 25 you could keep up with
1: him. After he's tired. Yeah, if he, like, runs, and he does. He goes out really fast at races. But he does. So he could be tired by then. Uh-huh. Yeah. I,
0: and you could get some of the best I parts know. of the course. Yeah. you probably get another shirt. From Phil,
1: I know, but I'm telling you, I really don't run well on roots yeah. and rocks. It was
0: practice, practice. That's
1: I did. I had a training session with Mitch Ball. Um, I wanted, I really, actually wanted to learn how to run downhills. So we went to Ellison Park, and he taught me how to, you know, teach me all his tricks on how to run downhill, and I just i couldn't do it <laughs> i
0: thought i thought his trick was reckless abandon it thought, is that's, right that's and that's funny. not me
1: oh yeah he <laughs> flies down them like yeah he took me down this one section i said mitch i would never run down this if i saw this i would never ever run down this Was it like the
0: coyote said, climb the big steep brown one
1: it's the one it had lots of roots like it was mm-hmm. really steep down and it just had all these roots going down and
0: a bridge right at the bottom like a little tiny walking bridge yeah
1: and yeah so he's like just follow me so he comes down and then i'm following him and as soon as he turns around he's like no no not that (laughs) no (laughs) i was like on my hands and knees shuffling down on my butt (laughs) (laughs) no wrong yes exactly (laughs) so i've tried i've tried yeah but yeah
0: Hmm. does does ellie run at all
1: yes yeah yeah, so right, right. I love that she, um, like I did New Hampshire. We did the Presidential Traverse, and yeah. as soon as I came home from that, she said, "Mommy, when I get big, I'm going to run up mountains." So there you go. I know it's just cool to that she thinks that's normal. Mm-hmm. First of all, that's to just I run like. up mountains, yeah. and she's telling her teachers at school that her mommy's running a hundred miles over the weekend, and yeah, just that that's her normal. But yeah, she'll ask me. She's like, "Mommy, can we go out for a run? It's my long run day." <laughs> We'll go
0: around the block. <laughs> awesome.
1: Yeah. So she's yeah. up to a mile. She's, That's cool. Yeah. It's really fun.
0: Yeah. Yeah. My um, uh, I my daughter was really surprised to find out that Anna Frost was a real person. Like, so we got this book for her, Fearless Frosty, and it's like a cartoon book about Anna Frost. And then um, after we read the book and everything, and I told her, I was like, "Do you want to watch a video of Anna Frost running?" And she's like, "What? Aww. She's real?" And I showed her. She's like, "Whoa." It's true. (laughs) You know, like I could do it. So yeah, she, she, and she loves running downhill. When we go camping in the Adirondacks, she'll just run downhill. My son likes to just put his head down and climb. And my daughter okay. likes to just run downhill.
1: So together so, they would be like right? dream team. They could
0: do like some sort of team, team, uh-huh. uh, team twisted. Yes, you know? one goes up to the top <laughs> yes. and waits, and then it it runs down. All
1: up and down. Yeah, they would yeah. be perfect.
0: Yeah, there's not a lot of flat and twisted. No,
1: it's, it's all cool all that all
0: you did that. Down. If you did that, I mean, there's so many more cool races that you could actually run.
1: Okay. Because yeah. I no, I'm like I don't know the trail scene at all. Right? Um, yeah, there are
0: trail races where you know it's all running instead of <laughs> like <laughs> instead, instead of, of you know three thousand feet up, uh, then three thousand feet down.
1: Yeah, and I think actually Oil Creek has the same elevation, like over the hundred miles, as Twisted Branch does.
0: In the hundred, you mean there's
1: yeah. there's got flat.
0: There yeah, there there is. Yeah, there's really? Water Gap. Water Gap's a 50K that's in Delaware. Okay. And it's super fast, super flat, and it's got some, you know, rolling stuff, but it's along the Delaware Gap. Hmm. So.
1: But then, do you, when do you walk? <laughs> I mean, I like the walking part too. <laughs>
0: well, that one's for fasties like you. Uh, there's not a lot of walking in that one. Yeah, I don't know
1: then, because I, I do like to walk. Stretch it out and <laughs> run. <laughs> that may be a little tough. Yeah.
0: All right, well, got anything else you wanted to chat about?
1: Hmm? No, this no. was fun.
0: Yeah, there you go. Yeah. That's, how, that's how easy it is. Okay, I'm oh, <laughs>
1: not nervous anymore.
0: <laughs> Courtney DeWalter. Her name is Courtney DeWalter. That's the runner I was trying to remember. Yeah, so don't at me, bro. Uh, yeah, she ran the last 12 miles at Run Rabbit Run without vision. So that's, like, something. Uh, Yeah, you can check the show notes if you want to read her uh, harrowing encounter. But anyways, yeah, 12 miles, and she still won the race. Bad mamma jamma right there. Um, So now that I've saved a little face, I only had to do just a slight bit of research, Um, Jen's description of her feet at Oil Creek honestly have me thinking about bubble wrap, just walking on bubble wrap, you know, pop, pop, pop. But I get the feeling that it was not nearly that pleasant. Still, 100 miles with over 10,000 feet of up and down, only training on roads. Imagine if she could get over the sticks and snakes thing. Like, she'd be a super fastie on those trails, too. Double threat, roads and trails. <sighs> we'll see if I end up uh, wandering down the yellow brick road with her. Uh, I'm going to go. I, I don't. Whew, uh, we'll see. Um, so be sure to check out those show notes again for some of the things that we talked about. They are at runninginsideoutpodcast.com slash Uh You can find an article on the aforementioned Courtney DeWalter, many on the Jenny and the Wakely Dam, as well as information on our sponsor Josh Stratton LMT and a way that you can get a shout out on the web page on the podcast. How about that? You can also find links to... The Rio Strava Run Group, we're up like 150 members on our Strava Run Group right now, which is pretty awesome. And the Patreon page. So thank you to all of this month's Patreon supporters, including the newest supporter, Mr. Jeff Darling. If you haven't checked out the Darling Tree Farm in Clifton Springs, you totally should. Super friendly, family-owned tree farm, and I think that atmosphere makes the trees just that much prettier. Uh, If you look forward to this podcast each week, and it inspires, educates, or entertains you regularly, consider becoming a supporter. Check out the homepage or the show notes and click the Patreon banner. Please know that any amount of support is really appreciated. Thank you. And if you want to chat about this episode with other listeners, or simply share your running-induced, probably-not-a-hallucination story, uh, consider joining our Running Inside Out Slack, where we talk about all manner of things, from recent episodes to our latest, greatest run. We even have a moderator that shares the best stories from the running and outdoors media in an attempt to spark conversation. And sometimes it works. Uh, It's sort of like social media, but just the interesting stuff. So if that sounds like your kind of place, check out this Java group or the sidebar of the website for a link that will get you a Slack invite. Thank you all for listening, subscribing, and telling your friends. Thanks for sharing your stories and getting out there to create more stories. Until next episode, be thankful for what you've been given, be proud of what you've achieved, and let go of what you've lost. See you out there.